Hello, and welcome to another edition of Today's Nutrition, where we look at what is hot in the news, what's new in research, or anything that can affect our health, vitality, and longevity. Today, in fact, this month, we're going to dive into autoimmune diseases, common misconceptions, and myths you may have heard. We've all heard of these diseases, and here's a short list. Very common anymore, and the list is growing longer every year as many more diseases are being recategorized as autoimmune. The American Autoimmune Association, yeah, that's one, states that there are more than 100 different autoimmune diseases or autoimmune-like diseases. And when you get one you are at much greater risk to develop others. So some of these things are like celiac disease, celiac sprue, a gut disease, not the non-celiac gluten-sensitive type, dermatomyositis. Even fibromyalgia is being looked at as an autoimmune-like disease, Graves' thyroid disease, Hashimoto's thyroiditis, Interstitial cystitis, which is a bladder inflammation. How many women have that now? Multiple sclerosis, pernicious anemia, rheumatoid arthritis, Sjogren's syndrome, lupus, type 1 diabetes. We all know people who have suffered from one or more of these. So myth number one that I want to tell you about is the fact that many people think autoimmune is never reversible. Many, many cases of autoimmune disease can be reversed if caught quickly and if the cause is found and eliminated. The field of functional nutrition and medicine focuses on root cause of disease rather than suppressing symptoms and allowing for the disorder to progress. Of course, we need a comprehensive approach, but to truly achieve and sustain wellness, you can't just cover it up. A pill for an ill isn't a comprehensive approach, but it is the common medical approach for just about all diseases today. Go to the doctor. A few minutes later, you're coming out the other side with a drug. What's especially apparent with autoimmune disease, as many of these diseases have been written off as something beyond our control, even though research supports that many of these complications are just the result of lifestyle choices and simply not knowing how important foundational principles are. That's what I call the rules of biology. We can't be breaking all of these rules that have been set forever. 21st century requires 21st century medicine, a holistic approach that completely flips the perspective of those suffering from helpless too empowered to make and take on the fight against autoimmunity. It's important to know because these certain myths need to be dispelled, like it's never reversible. The body, I'm here to tell you, is resilient and intelligent. It has been working out the kinks for millions of years, maybe. Possibly, certainly, modern-day lifestyles have thrown a monkey wrench into the chemistry and breaking of the rules of biology. You know, so I guess we need to define autoimmune disease so you really kind of understand where I'm coming from. Our immune system does a great job, but sometimes it gets confused. 
it is designed to normally protect against harmful substances like bacteria, toxins, viruses, cancer cells, anything that doesn't belong in the body and can cause harm. Your body has been really good at understanding friend from foe before we started confusing it. Autoimmune disease is growing exponentially. Why? Because we're really confusing the body these days, starting with the gut. Did you know that your gut lining holds about 80% of your immune system? That is really important because your digestive tract is where the outside world, which could contain threats from the food you eat, basically, ends up right next to your inside world because of that one cell thick layer that is the gut lining. That digestive tract, it's the tube that protects us from so many things when it works right, keeping those invaders out. That's why I spend so much time helping people heal the gut. It's the core of your health. If the gut isn't working right, it not only doesn't affect the immune system, but it allows for an avalanche of toxins and bacteria to be absorbed back into circulation. When we're exposed to a virus, a toxin invader, that invader contains antigens that our own immune system tags and then produces antibodies against it. So it can seek out and destroy these invaders in, in the body. Like heat-seeking missiles, we have antibodies. They react to and fight the antigens. Goes on behind the scenes almost all the time without a glitch. And it really keeps us from becoming sick. Our body is so brilliant and amazing. Um, it's just so resilient. Well, an autoimmune disorder occurs when the body's immune system gets confused and begins to attack and destroy healthy tissues of the body thinking that that tissue is the source of the antigen. A lot of different theories on this, like molecular mimicry and, and other things, but what causes the confusion? Well, that is the million-dollar question. It can be a lot of things that we're going to go over this month. Today, we're going to talk about the diet and healing a gut. But in the following weeks, we're going to cover other things that play into it as well, like stress even childhood stress that is lingering in your tissues and toxins. Some really important topics we need to cover for health, vitality, and longevity. Okay, next myth, myth number two is it's genetic. Many people think that if it runs in the family, if it is, quote, in your genes, you might as well plan on it. And I am going to dispel these myths this month. It's the reason it's so epidemic anymore. More cases of autoimmune disease than ever. Genes don't change, so why would things be increasing? You know, genes do come into play with autoimmune disease, but we have control over how our genes are expressed. According to my favorite field of epigenetics, where your genes interact with the environment, through lifestyle choices, through dietary habits, how we respond to stress. They can turn on certain genes that encourage the development of autoimmune conditions. So, you know, it's it's kind of a concept you have to understand that you, you have these genes that load the gun, 
but then you've got to pull the trigger with choices you make day in and day out to turn those genes on or to silence them. Research has proven that autoimmune diseases can indeed be reversed and allow for proper healthy gene expression. I see it all the time. When the root cause is corrected, next time they go to the specialist, either there's no need for the medication or they begin to wean them off as they improve. So important variables that influence and determine how your genes are expressed include, number one, nutrient deficiencies. If you're eating the standard American diet, the SAD, SAD diet, you're most definitely nutrient deficient in a multitude of nutrients that's going to hobble your immune system. Sugar is the number one villain on the scene. It weakens and distorts the whole immune response. Number two, food sensitivities. That's why I like the elimination diet. Number three, a weakened microbiome, gut dysfunction. You can listen to my old shows and webinar on the leaky gut. It's very, very important. That is taking care of that one layer thick lining of the gut to make sure the good guys stay in and the bad guys stay out. Number four, chronic infections that we'll talk about in another week. Number five, toxins, chemical chemical exposures. There is a lot of information that we're going to be talking about in upcoming weeks. That molecular mimicry and vaccine adjuvants like aluminum and squalene can cause a lot of problems, but also chemical pollutants and drugs in our environment. Finally, the biggie, excess inflammation and oxidative stress. Since this is the final one, it really is the big player in the expression of our genes. And I want to take a minute and say more about what increases inflammation and oxidative stress. The biggest factors that can increase inflammation and a person's risk of long-term oxidative stress include obesity. BMIs over 26 need to take action. You know, if you're multitasking, come back here for a minute. Just, you need to hear this. With anything, with COVID, with heart disease, most any common chronic disease today, excess weight is the biggest controllable factor. I know hard habits are hard to change, but disease is harder by far. So just keep trying. Don't give up. It can happen. It can be reversed. Other things that influence inflammation regardless of weight is a diet high in sugar, in fat, in processed food. So even if you're at a good weight, you shouldn't eat bad. It, you know, if, if I hadn't made these changes decades ago, I honestly don't think I would be here today. Other factors influencing inflammation, oxidative stress that we're going to cover in the upcoming weeks are pesticides, industrial chemicals, even our response to daily stress. All of these things have one thing in common. Can you guess what it is? We have control. The role of the environmental factors in the development of autoimmunity has had a ton of research showing nutrition and the gut microbe are fundamental at restoring health. So you know me, we have to start with diet. And the really important special diet that we start with is the autoimmune protocol diet. It's it's shortened up AIP diet, focuses on healing the gut by eliminating foods 
that cause the inflammation. So it reduces symptoms in those with autoimmune disease. It's a super anti-inflammatory diet, restoring that gut integrity so that the gut starts working right. And then with 80% of the immune system right there on that lining, it is helping your body work better. You know, if your gut isn't healthy, nothing's going to work right. There's all that silent inflammation going on. You know, even if you don't have a lot of symptoms, no constipation, bloating, no diarrhea, there can be silent inflammation that is leading to intestinal permeability, leaky gut, and that's allowing all those toxins and bacteria to get back into the circulation. So certain foods are eliminated in the AIP diet. You know, certain foods like grains, especially those that contain gluten, uh, legumes, and it's similar to the elimination diet that I did a webinar on that you can listen to on my website, debford.com. But, you know, it's you follow this for a few weeks and the diet has to be strictly followed. And then after this period, you start reintroducing things and finding out what your body reacts to. Foods can affect the severity of symptoms in many people. One study showed that 24% of people with rheumatoid arthritis reported to their doctors they knew their diets impacted their symptoms, and certain foods actually caused them to be much worse. That's what they reported to their doctors, okay? No other way but the elimination diet. You got to try it. No test is going to be as good. Not only does this diet cut out the foods that promote inflammation, but also encourages the consumption of really good nutrient-dense foods. So the AIP diet is going to restore the gut integrity. It's going to help feed the gut bacteria. And research has shown that the diet that increases the beneficial bacteria, that's going to decrease the symptom severity. You know, your foods that encourage the bad guys to grow thrive on sugar, thrive on processed foods. Something else the AIP diet does is it helps you identify symptoms and foods that trigger symptoms, and it also reduces inflammation. So, you know, all of this is important, but Food is just one piece of the puzzle. Most autoimmune disorders require medical attention to at least monitor progress, along with changing these lifestyle, like exercise and regular sleep schedule and avoiding stressors. It may require some special testing to determine what the underlying cause is, but while the diet may help you identify the food triggers, it's it's not going to be a cure-all for most of the autoimmune disease. It really requires a holistic approach. So if you have an autoimmune disease or suspect you may be going down that path, if it runs in your family and you're gen generally stable, your medical providers may approve the AIP diet for you to help you work on figuring out what's triggering it. Last week, an old client told me her rheumatologist she went to see them, and she was told they didn't need to give her any medicine. Her blood work was fine. It was stable. For her, she felt that sugar was the most important toxin that she had to learn to avoid. So doing the autoimmune diet may be the most important thing you can do to restore your health. Next week, we're going to cover the stress and, and why we need to take the holistic approach at potentially reversing this epidemic disease before it's too late. 
Thanks for listening. I hope you learned something will help you or someone you love. As always, if you want to listen again, you can go to my website or on social this month, I'm doing a special educational um, email series. And also I'm going to be doing a webinar, all sorts of things to help you get the fabulous health you deserve. Okay, terrific. Have a great day.